1: Welcome to the Aldous Podcast, As part of our Service Now series, I'm very happy to welcome Bharati Sharma. Bharti is Global Head, ITSM, Service Availability and Service Management Platform at Aeon. Barty is a high impact professional with over two decades of IT experience across several domains covering service operations and delivery, service transition, and continual service improvement, currently working as head of IT service management practice and ServiceNow platform at Aon. In this role, she's accountable for driving improved service availability via simplified, standard, and agile processes, as well as enabling business outcomes using enterprise service management capabilities. For those who don't know, Aon is a multinational professional service firm that provides a wide range of financial risk mitigation services, including consulting, pension administration and health insurance plans. Aon is in the business of better decisions and focusing on four core solution areas, commercial risk, health, reinsurance and wealth solutions. Aon is a global organization. We're present in around over 120 countries and more than 50,000 colleagues. Barty, great to have you on the show today.
2: Thanks, Mark, and uh, thanks for having me here for all. It's a pleasure to join you today as part of this podcast series and sharing my learnings and experiences with the community. I do hope that it adds value. Before we get into the discussion, a brief introduction about myself over and above what you just mentioned. So as the head of IT service management practice and ServiceNow platform at AR, I primarily take care of two major roles. One is in the IT service management space, I'm accountable for designing, managing, and transforming the core IT service management processes across the enterprise, essentially to drive service availability improvements for our business. And secondly, in the enterprise service management space, I'm accountable for strategy, design, governance, and implementation of ServiceNow platform to enable IT and business teams to deliver high quality, consistent outcomes by leveraging best practices all towards driving digital transformation and implementing innovative solutions.
1: Right, thank you very much for, for additional information. Tell us a little bit about your journey to the world of ServiceNow.
2: Well, for the world of ServiceNow, it's been a few years now that we decided as on, to move our service management platform to a more standardized SaaS-based solution. You know, with the initial scope of more of IT service management, The scope of platform has eventually grown into enterprise service management remit. From a ticketing solution to a unified solution for most of our colleague requirements and getting into some business process automation, we've really come a long way and we're still continuing to expand and scale towards the enterprise service management. However, as part of my journey as the platform lead and owner, which started around two years ago, one of the focus areas for me had been to simplify and improve the platform health by going back to box. That's what we call it as internally at Aon. It's all about designing and enforcing strict design standards also, which came as a bit of not a welcome change to start with, but over a period of time, our stakeholders realized the value of configuration over customization for this platform, which makes it far more sustainable and goes a long way.
1: Bharti, why do you think ServiceNow has been seen as the platform of choice in your sector specialization?
2: Well, Mark, there are quite a few reasons. And the topmost being the Snow Platform is simple and intuitive, you know, as simple as that. If configured, it can enable organizations to operate faster and much more scalable. On the IT service management front, it aligns with the industry standards and best practices and does not require redesigning the processes completely. Another differentiator, as I see, is the ability to solve business problems via workflows and automation to digitize manual processes, which is truly a much nearer requirement for today's world where, you know, especially with the pandemic need for more and more of digitized processes, this is why ServiceNow Pro offers a huge value to all organizations.
1: When we look at the macro, And we think about some of the trends driving transformation. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of your thoughts on that?
2: Sure. So I see that today's world is far more volatile, right? It's economically, demographically, and geopolitically than ever before. We are also more interdependent. And at Aon, we are dedicated to helping businesses meet these rapidly changing, increasingly complex, and interconnected challenges. So, with increased need for digitization accelerated by pandemic and the technology driven business transformation, the traditional silos are slowly breaking. And there's a need for stronger alignment and unified solutions that can drive better experience. And I focus the word experience here because that's an imperative for us here at Aon also. See, driving better experience is what underpins what we deliver for our stakeholders. Better experience both for clients as well as colleagues is more important than ever before. Better colleague experience, Mark, just simply follows the simple logic, right? Happy colleagues make happy clients. And we aim to empower and enable our colleagues so that they are more relevant, they are more connected, they are more valued. So in that endeavor, we recently launched, and I would like to share this example, which relevant, and in regards to better colleague experience, we recently launched a completely revamped version of a unified self-service portal across the firm. We branded internally as MyService, but this is nothing more than a unified platform using ServiceNow's portal capabilities as our step towards a new better that will seamlessly connect people, applications, systems at Aon for a more accelerated and enhanced colleague experience. It's a one-stop shop solution for our colleagues to request services, to find information, track status of the request, escalate tickets, and many other features in a far more intuitive manner, allowing them to focus on more important and value-added tasks. So to summarize in regards to what you asked, the need for better experience and being more connected is what drives a lot of transformation that we see these days.
0: You are listening to The oldest Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions. Www.allthis.com.
1: Tell us a little bit more about some of the value that ServiceNow is bringing to organizations and maybe some of the learns that you've got from projects that you've had and then advice to C-suites execs who are going on this journey. And it is a transformational journey. Let's not forget about that.
2: Absolutely, couldn't agree more. So in regards to you know, value that I see ServiceNow is bringing to organizations, I'll start with a bit more of a generic than getting to some specifics as to what we implemented today on. So as ServiceNow puts it, right? As a platform of platforms, it provides that single system of action and single source of truth, which can integrate the existing business apps and can enable seamless operations. It not only drives better client experience, but also much higher colleague engagement via means of enabling them and via providing self-service capabilities. The example that I just shared about the unified self-service portal, my service for enhanced colleague experience, which enables colleagues to serve our clients by better, by freeing up their time for more important tasks. There is so much that this platform can deliver to break the organizational silos across technology and business by leveraging capabilities like common services data model, like digital portfolio management, like centralized service catalog and workflows, the low-code, no-code capabilities to bridge the gap between operations and development and many more. But getting to more specifics of an example that I could share from my organization is uh, how we have been leveraging the power of this platform to drive better experience. As part of a transformation for growth program that we implemented, we implemented a unified platform to bring together our front office, middle office, and back office teams in a far more seamless manner to stay more connected, stay more relevant across the entire value chain, and to deliver far more effective and consistent business outcomes. So if you ask how was this done? This was done using ServiceNow's customer service management module. In a nutshell, it involved a complete revamp from standardizing the existing business processes to designing digitized workflow for those optimized business processes, you know, under four core business categories of sales, broking, certificates, and invoice. The real power comes from integrating this platform with our existing business applications so that client-facing colleagues do not really require navigating through various applications to provide a service. This platform is personalized for various personas across the entire life cycle of each service, which offers a centralized service catalog with standardized service offerings, back and workflows to provide a standardized service to the end users in a much faster and consistent manner. It has become a single source of truth and a single system of action with insights using real-time reporting capabilities to empower our operational managers, our service executives, and portfolio executives to take much more informed decisions. And and if I can touch upon the second part of the question that you asked, which is the advice to the C-suite executives going through the transformation change. I'm no expert in leadership advice, and I can only share my views and opinions about what I personally believe would be a good change to see. Given the authority and influence the C-suite execs possess, I do want to talk about enabling and supporting people to drive innovation and creating a culture where even failures are celebrated in the spirit of supporting innovation. It's great to see leaders driving the culture of innovation and transformation around doing things differently or doing different things, which in today's WUCA world, taking no risk is considered the biggest risk. So it would be great if there is an acceptance and acknowledgement of the fact that failures can happen and still encouraging employees to learn from those failures and continue the journey towards innovation. If this support system does get created where employees can experiment without the fear of being reprimanded for failures, it can create wonders, according to me, Mark.
1: It really resonates to me when you talk about taking your risk, and the reality is there's no certainty in any decisions. You're just making the best yeah. Decision at that time, and there's always going to be some element of risk, and staying stagnant is a decision in, in itself. If we move slightly on to the formula for success of developing a winning team, and I know diversity and inclusion is something very important to you. Tell us a little bit about the journey to building that team and what did people need to take into consideration?
2: Sure. So I strongly believe that learning to build winning teams is a continuous journey and you continue to get better with experience. However, based on my experience so far, the mantras that I have applied and have worked for me in building winning teams are number one and the most important that I strongly believe in is to build a shared vision and enable everyone on your team to understand the why, to understand the big picture. Once your team understands the purpose, the how becomes very easy and ideas start to flow at all levels. So it's important that everybody is aligned with the purpose and they understand the why. Number two is to surround yourself with a great team. Empower and enable your teams to deliver results, invest in them, help remove obstacles for them to deliver results. And number three, last but not the least, is to enable your teams to experiment, going back to my point of even acknowledging and celebrating failures. If you enable your teams to experiment and try different things, encourage them to challenge the status quo and drive innovation, because thoughts need to come from all levels and not just from leaders and managers and the higher ups. So that's my, my way of building winning teams that can all contribute towards a purpose. And you also mentioned, yeah, about diversity and inclusion, absolutely a topic which I'm personally very passionate about. And it is important because leadership is about people regardless of gender, age, ethnicity, and geographies. Everyone should feel respected and be involved in contributing to team success. And if everyone has equal opportunities to grow, regardless of any conditions applied, is when you get a winning team
1: i i really like that that you win the hearts and minds of people because you're setting the direction you're showing them why they're doing the work the impact that their everyday overcoming your challenges happens is this is what's going to be and then people are rowing behind that vision and then they feel comfortable doing the work and that's where you get that discretionary effort while also empowering people to have diversity of thought, coming up with different ideas, but then letting people move on to progress themselves to solving those problems and then reaching out for support when required. And I think the pandemic has really played to that as well because people have got so much more autonomy and how they conduct themselves in, in some cases too. My final questions, tell me a little bit about your advice to your younger self in the work that maybe you do or advice to people coming into this area who are graduate? Tell me a little bit about your
2: thoughts. So very candidly, if there was one thing which, and the most important thing that I would like to have done differently in my early stages of career is to have more self-confidence. As simple as it may sound, but I realized that it is good to be, while it is good to be self-critical, it should not be to a point that you become an imposter. Of course, I have learned over a period of last 20 plus years, 22 plus years of career now, that have the courage to speak up for yourself. It is important to also connect with people within and outside the organization. Experience also taught me that while hard work is important, owning your failures is important, it is equally important to talk about the outcomes, the value that, and the impact that you and your teams are creating. Hence, it is equally important to connect with people and network more. This is an advice, particularly for women professionals who believe that their work will speak for itself. Not generalizing, but that's how I've been. But, and it's important for the especially women professionals to learn to negotiate for what you deserve and not just sit back and wait for things to happen assuming that everybody is taking a notice of what you're doing so that's been a very open and candid opinion from my side about advice to my younger self
1: it's really good advice and i think we can all relate to that when you're younger you're worried about being an imposter but you're being vulnerable and you've got some anxieties but an awful awful lot of these things allow you to grow when you keep moving forward uh, from that as as well, so it's something that I can really relate to. You've been listening to the Aldus podcast as part of our ServiceNow series. I've been speaking to Bharti Sharma. Bharti is the global head of ITSM service availability and service management platform at Aon. And in the podcast, we got to find out a little bit more about Bharti's role at Aon, how she was introduced to ServiceNow, why the platform is seen as the number one choice in her sector and the industry. We also talked a little bit about the macro industry trends, driving transformation, and how we talked about some of the value that ServiceNow can bring to organization. We heard an example from Aon and some key learns from projects and advice to senior uh, C-suite executives. And then we finally finished off with advice on building a winning team and why diversity and inclusion is so important and the importance of trusting yourself and feeling that confidence will come from the good work that you do. Bharti Sharma, thank you very much for your time today.
2: Mark, thanks for having me here. It was a pleasure having this conversation with you.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the oldest podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.